Raising the waters helps you to pass the troubles. Just a friendly reminder, all scriptures in this talk today are used from the New King James Version of the Bible. I want you to see the story of Jesus with paganism and how paganism acts territorial, making you believe its lies. <coughs> Excuse me. My prayer for you is to be blessed with confidence and to help you enjoy your faith towards God's authority, Christ's power and the Holy Spirit's anointing. Amen. Let us begin. Jesus showed us for the sole purpose of teaching us to master this technique. My talk is all about freedom. When I say territorial, what springs to mind with you? When I looked up the word for a clear definition, it gave me two lines of meaning. One is for the animal kingdom, the other is to be identified as the human kingdom. Either way, they both example a truth. Today, I will use the animal world as a picture to show our human behavior in action. Humans are not made out of animals because the book of Genesis clearly shows us we are independently made using the ground as a resource. Genesis chapter 2 verse 7 says it like this, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Humans were in fact made from human, starting with Eve. Genesis 2 verses 22 and 23. Let us read these verses together. And the rib which the Lord God has taken from man made he a woman and brought her into the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Territorial action is a pattern of attitudes and behaviour held by a person or a group that is based on perceived, attempted or actual control of a physical space, object or idea, which may involve occupation, defence, personalisation and marking of the territory, according to psychology. Did you know the size of the territory depends on the size of the human trade with an individual with its range of influence geographically? This acts as power and authority with crime operators who are seen as pagan worshippers. When organised crime rings, rings mark their territory, it also includes breeding. Many will breed in their own culture to grow it, manage it, and to sustain its legacy. So it is the same act for crime syndicates. Its shape is like a multi-level marketing pyramid. 
Their delimiting and controlling of an area of space or territory in order to control places and things are recognisable. Just like a dog peeing on a wall. You not only recognise it, you see it, smell it and taste it, but you can also feel its presence as well. Through this animal behaviour describes how humans act in sin. Territories are marked using primary tools. When someone moves close, too close for comfort, you might step away, giving up your territory. When people have to fit into close spaces, they often look down as a submissive way of showing that they are not trying to invade others' territories. Hello Jesus, our awesome friend. Thank goodness the Lord is our source of strength. Let's read Isaiah chapter 43, verse 2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned nor shall the flame scorch you. He tells us to face our problems so they will not consume us. Who here loves a boxing match? They are trained to find the weakest spot in their component and target that area to destroy them so they may become the outright winner. Can you just imagine the scene? It's component against component. The boxes are dripping sweat, blood pouring out from cuts made into their faces. The atmosphere is screaming from the spectators, disrupting the boxes' focus and the money exchanging hands who they favour to win the showdown. You feel the absolute adrenaline pumping through your veins, making you electrified with excitement and demanding more attention. Fear really doesn't have a place with such events because it's all about territory ownership. This is one way to describe where your association is by your knowledge and insight to the sport and what it actually is used for. Either way, good or bad, its sole purpose is to train you with techniques to outsmart your component. What is the best way you might be thinking then to solve your troubles? Let me tell you, this is and what Jesus showed. It is better to take on a strong man knowing its strength to weaken the source so you may have victory with your component. This has the same value with problems. We are always trained to look at the problems, keeping one focused on the confinement, feeling defeated. Hello Bible, let's look at logic. In the book of 1 Samuel chapter 17 was the foundation laying down the truth 
and giving us hope with such dilemmas in the community all over the world affecting everyone. David was the good example when Goliath was on the scene as the head of an army. Nobody could get anywhere in life with this guy on the scene. The reason for this was it was a territorial component feared by many because they worshipped paganism. For those who didn't know, it is considered as pagan or paganism if you don't believe in religion or you worship more than one god. The original pagans were followers of an ancient religion that worshipped several gods. Polythesis, sorry I have trouble spelling that word. Religion, pe religious people sometimes use pagan as a put down to describe the unreligious as, as godless and uncivilized. Let's have a look at these passages. <clears throat> 1 Samuel 17 verses 20 to 27. So David rose early in the morning, left the sheep with a keeper and took to the things and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he came to the camp as the army was going out to fight and shouting for the battle. For Israel and the Philistines had drawn up in battle array, army against army. Any David left his supplies in the hand of the supply keeper, ran to the army and came and greeted his brothers. Then, as he talked with them, there was the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, coming up from the armies of the Philistines, and he spoke according to the same words. So David heard them. And all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were dreadfully afraid. So the men of Israel said, have you seen this man who has come up? Surely he has come up to defy Israel. And it shall be that the man who kills him, the king will enrich with great riches, will give him his daughter and give his father's house exemption from taxes in Israel. Then David spoke to the men who stood by him saying, what shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him in this manner, saying, So shall it be done for the man who kills him. If you are in debt, no matter the form, pay it off. By committing your support, others can come around you so you can remain strong through these troubled times. This is an action of raising the waters for you to pass by your troubles. It will keep you strong and they will lose authority against you. 1 Samuel chapter 17 Verse 31 to 46 continues on saying, Now when the words which David spoke were heard, they reported them to Saul, and he sent for, sent for him. 
Then David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight this Philistine. And Saul said to David, You are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. But David said to Saul, Your servant used to keep his father's sheep, and when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by the beard and struck and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Moreover, David said, The Lord who delivered me from the poor of the lion and from the poor of the bear he will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. So David clothed, so Saul clothed David with his armour, and he put a bronze helmet on his head. He also clothed him with a coat of mail. David fastened his sword to his armour and tried to walk, for he had not tested them. And David said to Saul, I cannot walk in these, for I have not tested them. So David took them off. Then he took his staff in his hand, and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook, and put them in a shepherd's bag, in a pouch which he had. And his sling was in the hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. So the Philistine came and began drawing near to God, to David, and the man who bore the shield went before him. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was only a youth, ruddy and good-looking. So the Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Notice the paganism coming from the head named Goliath for this army is coming against Christianity and God-fearing people. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword with a spear, and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you, and this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there, that there is a God in Israel. Jesus' wisdom to us was close the door on sin so it can't enter in. This was done for our health, our benefit and our well-being. Most truthful statement if there ever was one. 
Jesus, listen to what 1 Samuel chapter 17 and verse 47 reads, really details and makes a knockout statement for us and our assurance that all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword or spear, for the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hands. So it was when the Philistines arose and came and drew near to meet David, that David hurried and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. Then David put in his hand in his bag and took out a stone and he slung it and struck the Philistine in his forehead so that the stone sank into his forehead and he fell on his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in his hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood over the Philistine, took his sword and drew it out of his sheath and killed him and cut off his head with it. Notice what took out a you notice what took out a territorial giant verse 50 let's read it again so david prevailed over the philistine can you believe this one sling and one stone what was david's insight in this giant called paganism his training and his wisdom knew to physically destroy a beast you need to aim in certain places that the right amount of force against the body will make them weak and stumble. In this case, David took out their headship. They drew the sword to finish him and removed the head from his body. The strong man of their organization who was in a position of power and authority is now no more. Without these things, they are rendered useless. The authority, power and anointing is Christ alone and was witnessed by believers who were terrified from the ordeal. They still continued to have faith and trust in Christ who was glorifying God against dark forces in their time. Just so we could be free from such troubles in our present day time. Notice it's not God breaking out all over the world with riots and protests and lootings. It's the establishment out of paganism from the evidence of what we, were, of what we are witnessing today in the world. Ever since I was a small child, I have always and only ever used my abilities to see the good in someone. I am very much aware of the bad that consumes a person's life, but my focus has always been totally on knowing what the good was. This builds strength, the gospel teaches. Now that I am a Christian, I use this same gift as an adult to give life back into someone who thinks they are dead because of sin. Their actions, their lifestyles, 
their experiences and their day-to-day -day living makes them believe there is no hope. I would love to share this. It is never too late to change your mind for something greater than yourself. Yes, church attendees battle with this demon continuously as well. They fall victim to paganism and territorial behaviours by the superior pecking order. It is well recognised by attitudes and behaviours. Those who suffered will share their stories from being a victim and will sport the fashionable scars they got from the experience. There is power in Jesus and I love it when he said and showed a man of action who took on paganism till it was finished in death on the cross and when he rose victoriously again, saying to the world, this fight ain't over till I return to collect my trophy with humanity. The King of King and the Lord of Lords swept it all aside, stepping down from his crown to walk freely and humbly with communities, to set them free by helping them as they learn to put their trust, faith, hope and love with who gave them with the one who gave them forgiveness, mercy and grace to live with doing good with one another. He was at he was at peace with the world and expected us to do the same. For Jesus he knew beforehand how they would behave, think and act. And even though he was their leader, his sole aim was to equip and prepare those who believed he was the Son of God. You too can be with Christ and God in glory for eternity. If you have never asked Jesus to come into your life, or if you would like to recommit your life to Christ, please contact your local church for assistance.